Hi everybody, hello. I'm a little late, sorry. Some drama happened, so, you know, can't get around that. So how is everybody doing tonight? It's Monday, it's Monday, and we got part three of this tell-all. Um, we're waiting on Dee Dee to join. Kara's not joining us tonight. She got called in to work. Work comes first. Um, so we're gonna um we're gonna have to finish off the tell all without Kara, which sucks because Kara has so much. She was like, I have loads and loads of stuff I wanna talk about, but she got called in to work, so we're gonna be missing Kara tonight, unfortunately. Didi's here though. Didi, there you are. You Chris Picks, how are you? Dez, how are you? Hi. Hey. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. So Cara got called in to work. I don't know if you know, but she's not going to be able to join us. Darn. I know. That's not. She was like, this sucks because I have so much I want to talk about. And I was like, I know, right? This, this tell-all was crazy. But she was like, there's no chance she can even get away. So there's nothing that she can do. Wow. Well, we are definitely going to miss her tonight. I know, right? We're closing out um, episode 1 million of the other way. Like, we're, we're, we're closing out. We got to do it without Kara. So, hey, TJ. But um, I want to... I got all my tweets. I didn't write my notes down. I got all my tweets. So, there was a lot, though, because we started out with the Holly scene, and Holly was having a breakdown, and she kind of was saying how she felt like she wasn't getting a lot of support. I don't know. Like, in my opinion on this Holly and Wayne situation, I just feel like they're toxic together, right? Like, I just feel like they shouldn't be together. They they don't have any compatibility. Wayne is never going to be who she needs. You know, Holly needs somebody to constantly be catering to her and, and, um, and doing whatever she thinks is necessary because she feels like it's Wayne's responsibility to make her happy. And I think that is a really, that's a really toxic trait because I don't think it's ever anyone's responsibility to make you happy. That's a personal thing. Like, I think your happiness has to come from you. If you think being with someone is going to make you happy, then you have a lot of soul searching, right? Because your happiness, it starts with you. And I think Holly's like, well, I love you. You should be supporting me and making me happy and making my life better. That's not how relationships and marriages work. So she lied and said in the tell-all that she was going to go back to South Africa. And then towards the end, like in the last scene, she's like, I don't really think I'm going to be going back to South Africa. And I think that's best. I think where they are needs to be separated. I think that's what they need. Holly is not ready to be in a relationship because she doesn't know how to make herself happy. She needs to figure that shit out first. Like, in my opinion... She needs to figure out her own happiness and her own situation before she tries to bring anybody else in there. Exactly. I mean, you got to make your own self happy. If you wait for someone else to make you happy, you're never going to be happy. I mean, she's not happy in South Africa. She can pretend that she loves Wayne more than it bothers her being over there or not, but she's never, because I was like, if she did go back over there, it's going to be the same never-ending cycle. She's going to sit around the house and complain. He's going to tell her to stop complaining, and they're going to fight. Like, don't I don't know why people want to be in these never ending cycles with each other. Like I can't imagine how that makes people happy. Like these same they, they're never gonna see eye to eye, they're never gonna get their shit together. And I just don't know why they keep trying to make it work, right? Like if you know it's not gonna work, cut the band-aid, you know, cut the cord early. 
and let that shit go, you know? Exactly, exactly. And, I mean, maybe Wayne couldn't keep up with all the drugs she was trying to consume. I mean, who knows? I know, right? Like, there, there has to be a lot going on that we don't know. But we, oh, we got another ex named Dan on this tell-all. This time, it was to kind of, Dan, like, what's up with everybody's exes being named Dan? I don't know. I don't know why that was, like, a really popular ex name, but she kind of said that they weren't intimate and they weren't even in a relationship, and Dan says he disagrees. How do you disagree with that? Either y'all were in a relationship and y'all were intimate or you weren't. She, Shekana is, how can I say this? Shekana is, she's fake. I'll just say it that way because I'm trying to be nice tonight. She is very, very fake. And for her to sit there and say that she didn't have a um, relationship with him, knowing that she's lying, and the only reason why she said it is because she didn't want to make Sarper mad or upset. Because if you remember, in the beginning of the season, they were talking before she even moved over where um, uh, moved in with Sarper, how they had a relationship before. Because she tried to give him a, the a chance, the opportunity to be with her, but he wasn't man enough for her. See, I remember that. And I, I've noticed when he was talking tonight, like he was trying to shoot his shot. And I was like, well, the problem is he wants to treat her well. He wants to respect her. And I was like, she kind of doesn't want any of that. She kind of doesn't want to be treated well. She doesn't want to be respected. She wants to be controlled. She wants to be manipulated. She wants to be belittled she wants to be told that she's not good enough that's her her chaos is what she's attracted to she's attracted to men who couldn't who control her who who lie to her who tell her what to eat who tell her what to wear who like that that guy was too much of a nice guy for shikana to ever be interested in that and i think what really irritated me on this episode was i think it was tanya i don't remember i think it was tanya she asked um Shekinah, if she would be happy if her daughter was in a relationship with a man like Sarper. And Shekinah said, yeah, because I see this as a super healthy relationship, so I would be happy for my daughter. And I was like, you can't possibly believe this is a healthy relationship. Because even she said, she's like, oh, no, I like to be controlled. I like to be manipulated. But why would she want that for her daughter? Like, it is possible for you to want more or better for your child. Why does she want the same that he's doing for her daughter. She should want better, right? Exactly. Like, who in their right mind would want their daughter or son to be in a relationship where they're being controlled, telling telling them when they when they can and cannot breathe, when they can and cannot eat, what I mean, that has to be weighed uh, a couple of times a day. That I mean be told what they can and cannot wear, how to do their makeup what to say, how to say it, when to say it, and be controlled. It's like, are you freaking kidding me? Who would want that for their children? I mean, I don't, see, I don't see nothing wrong with it because she wants that because like Altina says, she wants to be submissive, right? She likes to serve. She likes to be submissive. There's nothing wrong with that. We all have our, our kinks, right? The things that we're into. But I don't want, you know, if, I don't want young women to watch this and think that a man should tell you, like you said, get on the scale, you might be getting fat, or don't eat that, or text me before you eat so I can approve it. I don't want any young woman, you know, 
that are looking up to an older woman for relationship advice to think that's ever okay. It's always okay for you to make your own decisions. Like people can make suggestions to you, but people should not be able to tell you what you can and can't do. And it's crazy that Shekinah thinks that it's okay for her daughter, it's okay for her. And even, you know, her family wouldn't even participate in this tell-all because they want literally nothing to do with this relationship. That's how strong they feel that this man is abusing. And I don't know, I don't want to use the like, word abusing her, but like emotionally, this can't be good for her. Even if she says she likes it, does, does, does someone really like being controlled and, and told that they're not good enough all the time? I wish somebody would try to tell me something like that. I wish. Please try to tell me something like that. So I want to talk about the notebook. Not the movie. Oh, God. Sarper has a notebook. And he wrote down, there's not names, but there's an X for every woman that he had sex with. And it was going through the months. And then there was, like, color coordination of, like, if the woman was hot or not, or if she was ugly. I don't know. The hotter the woman, like, it had a color. And I want to get your your input on this because Shekinah said that he would sleep with literally anyone. He didn't care what they looked like. He didn't care how old they were. Like, he had zero standards. It was just literally anyone. And it's making me wonder, what is Sarper's mental state like? Because when you do things like that, you're trying to fill a void, right? Like, you're trying to, to find something that you are missing. And, and sleeping with all of these different women Cause he's like, I'm not, I'm not proud of it. But then he pulls out a whole notebook and he's like ready to explain the notebook to everyone. I think he is proud of it, right? Definitely, most definitely he, he's proud of it. But I still call BS. I still call BS. I, there's no way possible that man's been with 2,500 women or, or more. Julio, there's there's said, no way possible. Julio said three to four women a week. Um, every single week since he was 30 or for the last 30 years. That's what he said. Okay, so the notebook, he said that there was 1,459 women through X's, um, letter X's in that book. And that was from 2000 and, wait. Up to, from between 98 and 2012. 98 and 2012. Yeah, and then from 2012 up until he started dating Shekinah, it was, like was in the thousands. Yeah. So you still call BS? You still think it's not true? I still call BS. Okay, I so think what it is, it's more of a it's more of a controlling thing because by by him brainwashing because that's what he's doing is brainwashing and has brainwashed Shakana into thinking that he's been with all these women. That right there is making her feel like that she has to be so submiss submissive to him and do exactly what he wants her to do because. She is the only one that has ever been able to change him. Like, come on, seriously? That is the most biggest BS I have ever heard in my life. There ain't no way that man's been with 2,500 women or more and not have some kind of freaking disease and have his penis still attached to his body. So you think he's using this as a way to say, I've had so many different women, you should feel special. Yeah, I decided to. That's how he's controlling her. That's like emotional manipulation, right? That's like making her feel like she won the lottery. Like, look, I could have had any woman in the world, but I chose you, so you won the lottery. You should be happy and do whatever I ask you because I could leave you 
at any point. I think you might be right because everybody online has said that they can't possibly believe that he's been with 25. Do you think it's possible anyone like in the world in general has been with that many people? No. Really? So you think that number is just crazy? It's not possible. Yes. Yes. What does everybody else think? Does everybody in the chat, do y'all think it's possible that you could have been with 2,500 women? Or what is a more realistic number? Like, do you think there's people who've been with hundreds of people? Maybe hundreds, but not thousands. But not thousands. I mean, I don't disagree with you. I think that hundreds of different people, I mean, I think that it's possible that someone has had sex a thousand times, but with probably like 500 times might be with the same person. You know, like I think saying that it's completely different people. Wait, Google it. There has to be a record. Oh yeah, we should Google um, what's the record for how many um, partners somebody has had, and see what the record is. You know what? There is a Guinness World Record for everything, right? I feel like they do record stuff like that. And if if there is a record, I wonder if Sarper is trying. But you know what? You have to have proof to get into these books, and all he has for proof is an X on a notebook pad. And yes, and on and talk talking about that too. Um I seen this in the comments and I was going to bring it up, which I know you were going to bring it up too, George. Mm -hmm. I mean, to be able to control her and to brainwash her as well. He's keeping all of these bottles, like wine bottles because he has a memory with every wine bottle with every different woman that he's been with. Seriously? Well, yeah, that was, and not only that, the notebook and the wine bottles, it's like he keeps trophies. Yes. And it's it's interesting because also, did you notice that Shekinah is not allowed to say, so when you've been, how many people you've been with is a body count? That's what they call it now, that's your body count. So Shekinah is not allowed to say what her body count is, how many people she's been with in front of Sarper because he thinks that, well, I don't know what he specifically thinks. Maybe he would think that she's not pure because she's been with, he doesn't know how many. She wouldn't say because he's she he's forbidden her from saying the number in front of him. So how do you feel about that? Do you feel like he's trying to make it seem like she has to live up to some sort of impossible standard? Because it is a double standard. He says he slept with literally everybody he wanted to, but if she even mentions that she slept with anybody at all, he's gonna look at her differently. Oh my gosh. Sarper needs, Oh my, I, I cannot stand him. I cannot stand him. And you know what? She kind of should have said, you know what, Sarper? I've been with 2,500 men. Just so <laughs> I would have did that. I, I know. Petty. I would have been like, you know what? Well, I've been with 2,500 men. I just didn't want to say anything. I don't see I stand him. I do feel like it's really unfair the way society is when a man can say he's been with lots and lots of women. And men are like, oh, that's awesome. That's great. But if a woman says it, they start judging that woman or calling her names or saying that she's easy. Like, I hate that we can't live equal lives and, and do the equal things in relationships. Because when he, the way that he said, I don't want to know what you've done because I'll look at you differently. It really made me realize, I was like, you out here telling the whole damn world what you did, but she can't even say out loud what she did because she's a woman. That really did bother me because I was like, wait, someone says Wilt Chamberlain supposedly had thousands of women back in the day. I'm not familiar with this person, but now I'm interested. I'm interested. Was he like a king or I read in books like Kings, um, 
back in the day used to have lots and lots of what well, I think they call them concubines. I learned that in um in history. So I'm wondering like if if this number is even doable at that point. Wait, I wonder what his definition of sex is. Does oral sex count? That's a good question too, Coco Puff, because if he's just talking about oral sex or you know non-penetration stuff too then you know that number could be very 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 inflated so that's true too we need we didn't get a lot of context they didn't really they didn't really let him go into detail he kind of wanted to go into detail and the panel was like you're disgusting you know like you're disgusting don't why would you why would you do that you're embarrassing yourself and shekinah at this point but yeah i do want to know what his standards are chamberlain confirmed that he slept with many and it wasn't Oh, it wasn't in the thousands, not thousands, but still a lot. Oh, well, TJ says if he's an escort, she kind of thinks that is possible. Oh, yeah, because, you know, people who are in the adult industry, you know, they might sleep with two people in one night or maybe three, right? And he did, he did admit to sleeping with lots of women from bachelor parties or bachelorette parties. So it's possible that he hasn't said it publicly, but maybe he was a male escort. For many many years and that's possible because who in their right mind would even want to be with sarper like ugh. i mean shekinah thinks that he's the best thing in the world and i i don't get it look the only thing that i hear from shekinah and sarper the only thing that i keep hearing or kept hearing over and over again mm. not that they love each other not that they want to have a future with each other but the sex is amazing well yeah yeah it's all about sex like they're very shallow i think i tweeted out earlier tonight i was like the level of shallowness between the two of them like, I don't know, like, you know how somebody is an airhead? I'm like, I don't know how they don't walk out the house and just start floating from all the, the air. And they're, they're just so shallow. They don't have any substance. They don't look for any, like, good character traits, personality traits. It's just, does she have big boobs? Or is it good sex? Like, that's just how they they act and talk and think. And it's kind of disgusting. If, if but... you're, it is disgusting because if you're facing your, if you are basing your relationship off of whether they're good or not or not in bed and that's the only reason why you're with that person then there is something seriously wrong with you because if you if you with somebody and they don't know what they're doing and but you know stuff teach them make them yeah. make, make them how you want them in bed or so or I, I don't know but i mean if you with somebody that just because they're good in bed then Something is definitely wrong with you. And Dan or Dane or whatever his name is, the eggs, um, whatever it is, um, said the same thing. Shekinah is in love with with how um, Sarper looks, the muscles, the hair, the body, and all that. That's what she's attracted to. She's not attracted to how he how he treats her and what he does to her. She's attracted of, of how he looks and the sex. That's it. See, I disagree. I disagree a little bit. I think she's attracted to him, you know, because of how he looks, but she's also attracted to how he's how he treats her. I do think that she's turned on by being mistreated. You know how some people like um, BDSM or they like to be spanked or they like to be choked or they like to be 
hit. I think Shekinah's thing is she likes to be belittled. She doesn't believe that she's unattractive. She doesn't believe that she's not enough, but I think it turns her on when people treat her like that or say those things. You know how people are like, talk dirty? I think to Shekinah, talking dirty is being belittled and told that she's not good enough or made to feel that she has to serve him. I think that's her thing. That's like her, her kink. Like, I don't think that she really dislikes herself or she has a low self-esteem. I don't think that that's the case. But I do think that because that guy, Dane, he's not going to treat her like that. And that's why she wasn't interested. She wants somebody who's going to treat her like shit. Oh, so this guy, Chamberlain, he was a basketball player. That, see, I watch a lot of Basketball Wives, the show. It's very possible. These basketball guys, man, they be, I've seen stories with the basketball guys where they had two women pregnant at the same time and they were married to somebody but yeah, that's possible. Also, Hugh Hefner. I forgot about that. Chris Pick said, what about Hugh Hefner? He said that he has slept with thousands of women. Do you believe that? I don't see how <laughs> anybody mean? can sleep with thousands of women and not have some kind of disease and not have a penis that don't work. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, I don't know. I don't, I mean, I know Hugh Hefner was, because I watched a bunch of those documentaries too, those that the women finally started talking about the stuff that was going on and he was doing like orgies and stuff. Like he was, his life was out there, even into his 70s and 80s, he was doing crazy stuff. So, I mean, that number might be possible. We should look up the Guinness Book of World Records. Maybe it belongs to, to Hugh Hefner. Because I know he had all those centerfolds and his, the women from his magazine, they were always around. And he was, hell, he was married to three women at one time, wasn't he? That's crazy. Yeah, he was living a whole different type of life. But, okay, so I wanted to, wait, let me document. Yeah, I watched all the documentaries, Chris Picks. I have no life. All the Hugh Hefner stuff, I watched it all. Okay, so I want to bring up something. We saw a picture of Midnight tonight on the show, Midnight Tonight, that's weird, Midnight. And I just wanna ask a question, I don't wanna be messy, but did Midnight look a little darker than both Brandon and Mary to you, like her complexion? But she also looked a lot closer to the complexion of her friends, of Mary's friends. Did you did you catch that or was it just me? Cause I yeah, was like, because uh, Midnight is adorable. She is a gorgeous little girl, but me and Cara still says, that she belongs to Puddentine. The complexion, her complexion was so much darker than her mom and her dad. So I just think, but when they showed her friends, when they did the flashback and they showed her friends, they were of a darker complexion. And I was like, that's that complexion is closer to Midnight's complexion. And normally when you're a baby, you're lighter and then you darken. She should be lighter now, right? Not darker. So I don't know, maybe they should, do a paternity test, maybe, possibly, just to be sure. Because I'm not, I'm still not convinced. Remember he was there for like a week and a half and she was already pregnant? That's questionable. You know You know who else pulled that? Memphis on Humza. Remember she got there and then like three days later she was like, I'm pregnant. And I'm like, hold on. Yeah, and then trying to find out that's not Humza's little girl. Yep. I mean, we didn't, actually, I don't think that they did find out. I think that he tested and it was his. But it, it very, very much so raised my eyebrow because I was like, I was in high school, you know, I wasn't paying a lot of attention in biology and anatomy, but I was like, I'm pretty sure he couldn't have gotten her pregnant in three days. But I'm pretty sure because she took him to court for child support or whatever, 
they did test. And I didn't hear that it wasn't his. But I think that the the timing is always weird. And then when Brandon's mom brought up tonight, she thought that Mary was the one who wanted to have the baby because he felt she wouldn't leave him if they had a child. So he agreed to it. Do you believe that that's true? Because we know for a fact Brandon didn't want no child. We know that for a fact. So why do you think Mary was so um, so serious about having a child so quickly when she knew because that? Because she was already pregnant and she had to hurry up and have sex with him to make him think that it's his. That's my thought. That's my thought because they have no plan. They have no job. Neither of them are working. They have no plan to make this life work for them, let alone a baby. The second he got there, she was like, let's try to have, like, first of all, the second he got there, her grandparents were like, y'all shouldn't even be in the same room. But then like five minutes later, she's like, let's try to have a baby. That's her grandparents come around to the fact of them being together after she, I think after she told them that, you know, she's pregnant. So she has to cover it up. She has to make him think that that's his baby. Well, yeah, because he would have he would have left. I mean, so we found out that he's still playing video games, and when when she's annoying, he calls her you know a bitch, and you know he calls her a scammer. And I don't know which one is more harsh, because I think Colin, I think we learned from Angela and Michael when she called um, Michael and Usman Soldier Boy scammers. That's a really really strong word to call someone. So I think that he knows that but when it's true. Well, do you think it's true? Because she's not yeah. in America. She, do you think she scammed him up? Because what is he bringing to the table at this point? I think, I think in all reality, um, I believe that Brandon made her think that he had a whole lot more than what he actually has. First of all, sending over all of that money to build the house. And I yeah. think that... He painted a different picture, and then she got caught up in the moment. Why do you think that whenever the money is there, she's happy, and when he doesn't have money, she's all upset because Brandon painted a picture that he has more than what he actually has or had? Yeah. I think you're right because that was his biggest argument. When, when they have money, she's happy, and then when things are harder, she's ready to leave him. She doesn't want to talk to him. She's blocking him. She doesn't want him around. That is really interesting because we know Brandon don't got no money, but I think what you said, when he sent $60,000 over there, 60000 American, over there to her, it gave her the inclination that there was more where that was coming from. And I think that he was stuck on the idea, well, when he's over here, he's going to have even more money. We're going to be having you know, more money than we know what to do with. But that money... He was literally working every day and just sending every penny back. Still, I don't know how he made that much, but it's impressive. But I do think that she was under it. But wait, wait, wait. I want to talk about something real quick because they said on the show that they would be open to moving to America. Did you hear that? They said they would be open to making it work, but she doesn't want to leave her, her grandmother who has asthma back. So I'm thinking possibly they would bring her with them. Do you think that this was her plan all along? Do you think that she really wanted to end up in the United States and she just got him over there and had a baby and married him first? Or do you think that this is, they're just going play by play? I think Mary got, got in a relationship with Brandon and didn't and, and thought Brandon would never really go over there. 
got all the money she wanted from him, got pregnant by Pudding Tang, and then talked Brennan into going over there to have sex with him to make him think that he has a child with her. And then, so since he's not giving her the lifestyle that she thought she was going to have, now it's time to turn the tables and saying, okay, well, now maybe we need to go to America because that's the lifestyle that she'll be able to have is be able to come over here, get a green card, <clears throat> get a green card, work, and be able to have the lifestyle that she wants. In other words, she is going to get what she wants from him and then pretty much dump him. Also, get over here, get her green card, and dump him. The, the typical green card story. I mean, I, that baby is not Brandon's. I got to see a DNA. Me and Cara both got to see a DNA. Well, they said that it looked just like Brandon, and I couldn't tell. It was too early to tell, but the complexion caught me off guard because when they showed Brandon and Mary sitting next to each other on the screen, and then they showed the baby, the baby was like three shades darker than especially his mom, but definitely Brandon. And I was like, why would the baby be that dark so early in life? You know, babies are born with basically no color and then they, they grow into their color. So I was like, this baby is too dark. It's darker than Mary. So where did this color come from? Brandon is white, okay? Brandon got no color. So where did the color come from? And then when they showed <laughs> the friends, I was like, oh no, man, because these guys, each of their complexions were closer to that baby's complexion than, than Brandon and Mary. So I was, it was, I just want a, a DNA test. Well, TJ, the sun, when are, I don't think a month old baby has been, had gotten that much sun, right? Like, I don't even think you're supposed to take babies out that early. There's no way. This baby was a month old when we saw that picture, and that baby was tan, okay? Like, that was a tan baby, tanner than his own mom. So I'm assuming that the color came from his dad, and we just don't know who that is. That, that was my first. Exactly. And look. She was always, she was, and she admitted it. And then even if she tried to lie, I mean, TLC played it back. She used to um, hang up the phone with Brandon, unplug the router to make it look like there was no, um, they had outages. And she went to hang out with guys. Guys. Look, guys. Yeah, she said all of her, did you notice that all of her friends were guys? We still to this day haven't seen a female friend. None. All of her guy, her all of her friends are guys. That's that's questionable for me. For someone who wants to make sure that her fiance now husband doesn't even have visual interaction with another woman. All of her friends are guys. And let's talk about her twerking videos. Let's get on the twerking. So she's twerking on TikTok, like ass in the air twerking. And Brandon is like, well. You know, she's with an American, so, you know, I think it's better that she expresses herself. So what does have to do, marrying an American have to do with twerking on, on TikTok? What American? I mean, I, I know I know everybody does it. Every, every color, every race does it. Mm -hmm. But why would Brandon make it look, why does Brandon have to make it look like or seem like that only Americans do that? I don't know. And also, why does he say that I support her because it makes her happy? Twerking on, on TikTok makes her happy, but he's not even, because he's like, I don't even have social media. You know, I can't really post or, or talk to anyone. I'm like, but you, you think it's cool 
that she's out here twerking. That's your wife. That's not well, your girlfriend. That's not even twerking. Wait, that wasn't twerking? No, that's not even twerking. What was that's, that? Booty, was that's booty like, that fake hump in the air or something. Well, is no. it booty popping? Maybe that's booty popping. Right? <laughs> oh my gosh, that's not twerking. I don't know what what they call twerking, but um, that that's not twerking. Well, Fortune no. Princess says that that twerking is going to lead to a Paul situation. Watch Cardi B or um, Nicki Minaj or someone like that. That's twerking. Oh, Portuguese Princess says what booty? <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, what she was trying to do with her behind. The air. <laughs> yes, that's what she was trying to do. I saw a lot of twerking this week. TJ, where were you where you saw twerking this week? I'm just curious. She has a zero culo. What does that mean? She has no ass. Oh! <laughs> so flat, nothing there. I mean, but even with no ass, I, I don't know if I would be okay with my wife doing that on TikTok. But I don't know. Is that sexist of me? Like I don't know. I don't want to be sexist, but I do want. No, it's not sexist. But at the same at the same time, I mean, like at the same time, Brent, why is Brandon even going to care? It ain't like he's going to get up and and try to bring bring in some income. So he's saying, well, dang, if that makes her happy, if that's bringing in money, or if that's a, I wouldn't even be surprised if she don't even already have a um uh OnlyFans. Because he ain't going to get up and bring home any money, so she's got to do something. I mean, is he allowed to work yet? I, they never really touched on that. Isn't it weird they never brought it up? Because he's been over there for quite a while because the baby, he got there supposedly to to conceive the baby. Now the baby has been born. He's still not working. Can he work if he wanted to? Like, how does it work? I know when you come to America, it takes between six and nine months to get your work papers. But when you're over there in the Philippines, how does that work? Is it the same process? Is it longer? Is it shorter? Because it doesn't I mean, look like they married. She was pregnant when they got married. Now the baby is born. So I mean, even if he couldn't like legally work, I mean, he could be finding something to at least get paid under the table. Well, yeah, something other than playing video games. I've just I think what really bothers me is there's a baby in this situation. Cause it's like, I want to just judge them. I want to make fun of them, but it's like, there's an actual baby that has to deal with these two immature people as its parents. And I can't imagine, like they have no plan. They don't have any idea of what they're going to do, how they're going to get money. And we heard that Brandon has been asking his mom for money. He's been asking other people for money. Why can't he take care of himself? And Mary, I don't want to be rude, but Mary is a legal citizen over there. She could get a job. Brandon could take care of that kid while she's at work. If they, if they really, if they really wanted to do it, they could. I just feel like neither one of them has the the will or motivation to be successful. They just want to sit around. And then the first thing I thought when they were like, "Oh, well, we're open to moving to the U.S.," I was like, "So they don't want to work. They want to move to the U.S. and be unhappily ever after." That was the first thing that I thought of. And we're on welfare. Well, right. They get over here, they get on welfare, and then they can film Happily Ever After. And, you know, you film a season of that, that's like 20 grand each. So that's that's their plan. And I'm like, but that's not a real plan because, I don't know, I think that they're being too dependent. But now if they got fired from the show. So wait, they can't film on the show anymore? I thought once, um, from my understanding, and from the, the ones that, I mean, me and you pretty much know 
you know, the same people. But from what I've asked, the questions I've asked, if you ever get fired from the show because you um, a breach of the NDA, then you will never work for TLC again. Oh, they breached the NDA. So was it when they posted the wedding pictures? Is that what, what it was? Yeah, because his mom is the one that got him fired because his mom is the one that leaked everything. The pregnancy, about them getting married, everything. Well, they screwed. That would have been easy money, honestly. They would have stayed on the good side because you know if they would have moved to America, they would have filmed them because they were super toxic and TLC is have a soft spot for toxic people. So you know that if they would have got over here, TLC would have followed them around, but... I guess they burned that bridge. That bridge has now been burned and thrown in the ocean. Oh, so Mary said that her mom has asthma and she doesn't want to leave her. Correct me if I'm wrong. How serious is asthma? Because when I was in school, a lot of my friends had asthma. They had an inhaler and we still like played basketball. We still played sports. They ran track with me. Like, isn't it a pretty controlled illness? It is. I know a lot of people with, with asthma. I think she's just trying to to make excuses to be honest well yeah that's what i, I thought think that maybe she i think a couple of things either she's trying to get rid of brandon wanting brandon to come back to to send her all the money or either she's trying to to um like um i can't remember which one said it she wants to keep playing the victim where where she can be able to control Brandon and then whenever he whenever she gets over here with Brandon, then she can get her, her family over here and then be able to control and manipulate his whole his whole family. But yeah, as far as like the asthma, the asthma is very controlled. Yeah, that's what I thought. Well some people say it could be allergy related or whatever or cause asthma caused by Sports and then the lungs that are wrecked and are wrecked forever. Oh, so I guess there's different um, severities of it. I'm not, I'm not versed. I don't have it. I just have friends who had it in school, and I remember um, having to like administer their inhalers sometimes when they were having an asthma attack. So that's that's my extent of it. I don't know any. I don't know a whole lot about it. Yes, then we can call all and all go on welfare. Great. Yeah, that's. I think that's the goal because you know in the Philippines they don't have welfare. It's not. It's easy to get. They don't have as much funding. Not as many people have it. If they were to come over here, they could do the exact same thing they're doing now, nothing, except they would get a lot more free stuff. So I think that's why America is definitely on their radar, right? Like, they're like, well, we can sit here and do nothing, or we can sit over there and do nothing, but we're going to get a check. You know, that's a huge difference to two people who have no interest in getting a job, right? Like, his but you mom. know, but you know, Portuguese made a I made a good statement earlier, and I was going to say something. Um, but you know, the probably the reason why he don't want to help with the baby is probably because he's done figured out that she doesn't belong to him. That's probably why he, he don't want to help with her. Really? So I I don't know if he found out that it wasn't his. Why wouldn't he leave? I would leave. Like I have no reason to stay. Dumb and stupid. <laughs> I mean, well, I'm just saying. I mean, I, we're we're not talking about the sharpest tool in the shed here. Okay, so I want to talk about Sarper and Andre. Sarper and Andre and Shekinah were kind of clashing because Andre feels that Sarper is toxic and manipulative, and then everybody else said, "Well, Andre, including Shekinah, like you're the king of toxic and manipulative." 
behavior. How do you feel? Like, do you feel like Andre and Sarper are the same, or do you feel like there's differences? Because Sarper swears that his his manipulation is open. It's out in the open. He's not like actually like lying to Shekinah. He's actually manipulating her open openly is the way he put it. He said, well, I'm, I'm telling her what I want and she does it. Um, and I think Andre's manipulation is more of getting in, you know, Libby's ear and turning her against her family and believing him over her family. So how do you feel? If, are they similar? Are they different? Or it doesn't matter. They're the same. They're, they're the same. They're both pieces of shit. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that they're both pieces of shit. But does Sarper get an extra point for being like, well, I'm a manipulative person, but I don't hide. He an extra point because not only is he, him and Andre, they're the same person, but as far as Sarper being, getting the extra points because Andre never told um, Libby what she could and could not eat. Sarper does. Now, he did tell Libby what she could and could not wear. And who she could and couldn't talk to. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but okay, um he never made Libby um step on a scale where right. Sarper yeah. does. So but they do, they're both the same except I for Sarper is Andre is Andre on steroids. Andre was kind of nasty to her while she was pregnant though, because I remember he would tell her like don't terrorize, don't terrorize me with your pregnancy. Like, don't, don't put your your irritability of your pregnancy on me. He used to say stuff like that. Like, I think it's really interesting that of all the situations to comment on, Andre wanted to put his two cents in on the sharper on the Sarper and Shekinah situation because I feel like a lot. Who said it earlier? Somebody said, um, Tracy Pot calling the kettle black. He literally inserted himself in the relationship the most similar to who he is and tried to criticize the person in it. And it's like, I don't want to be on Sarper or Shekinah's side, but at that point, even Shekinah was like, you don't get to tell me about manipulation and controlling behavior because that's literally who you are. Like your wife, you turned your wife against her whole family. Their whole family has- That's has what Sarper has done with Shekinah, except for Sarper is Andre on steroids. Now I can say, I can say this. Whenever Sarper um, said that he, he wanted to meet Andre in person one day, I hope it does happen. And I hope Andre whips his ass. I, well, Andre, yeah, he said he would want to meet him in person. And we know that's, that's not to talk, that's to fight. So I put a, a poll on Twitter. I have to go see who, who won. Who's going to win in the fight, Andre or Sarper? Andre, because Sarper's too too busy worried about how he looks. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I feel like Sarper would be more worried about doing his hair and makeup for the fight than actually training for the fight. I feel like Sarper is very worried about appearance, and Andre would go in there and just beat his ass. Like Andre could care less. Like he's gonna run in there and beat him up. I feel like Andre and Charlie would have got a good fight in if producers would have let it. You know, producers really kept breaking them up. I wanted to see who was going to win between the two of them, and we never got to see a, a rematch. So I was hoping to see that. But everybody seems to think Andre would win. I kind of agree. Andre. 
Andre would win. But and I would love to see Andre whoop Sarper's tail just because of the fact I don't like Andre. I never have, and I never will. He's a he's a piece of shit. He's a douchebag. But Sarper is making Andre look like an angel because of the way how he treats uh, Shekinah. Yeah, I agree. I mean. Sabra, I think this is probably the worst relationship and manipulation that I've ever seen. And that says a lot. We've seen a lot of horrible, horrible yeah. stuff. But the way that he treats her, it's almost like you want to call the cops, even though you, they can't do anything. But it's almost like she's in danger and you want to save her from the danger that she's in. Because she, and I think what's scariest about it is she doesn't even know that she's in danger. Like, you know, when a child gets a, a fork and they try to stick it in the socket and they have no idea that this would electrocute them. That's how I see Shekinah. She's just a child and she's playing with fire. Like she does not exactly. see the emotional and mental abuse that she's in. She, it, it's fun and games for her, but I don't know how it's gonna affect her mentally. Like she might think that she likes being in this type of relationship or she likes being controlled. I can't imagine him going and putting a scale in front of her and then telling her he's overweight. How is that ever okay for your mental health, right? How is that ever okay for you to be happy in your relationship? I don't get it. And then she sits there and she defends him and she defends the situation. Like, and then she laughs about it like it's a joke. <clears throat> how, how can you sit there and defend somebody that's pretty much telling you that you're not good enough they're telling you to your face you're not good enough you'll never be good enough you have to look a certain way for them to be interested in you for them to even want to be with you you have to look a certain way mm. i'm going to sit there and defend that person and you think it's okay it's funny because you know who used to defend their husband a lot libby it's like the the um the similarities are insane because libby used to sit with her family every single time defending her husband, justifying his behavior, justifying his actions. And that's all, all she kind of does is just sit around and justify his actions and justify their relationship. She never talks about, like you said, how they're in love, how he does nice things for him. No, all she either does is says that he's good looking, they have good sex, or she's justifying their relationship. That's the whole thing. Exactly. Yeah. Deja vu. Yeah, deja vu. That's exactly what it is. It's funny because they put Andre on the show, and I'm beginning to think that Andre was a, co a commentator for this reason. They were being sarcastic. They were being sarcastic. They were like, let's put Andre on here because he's basically the twin brother of Sarper. And they were being sarcastic. I kind of feel like how, how he even ended up there. I think, um, um, Coco, Coco Puff, we're talking about how Andre. They probably did that with Andre because how Sarper is. Yeah. Because Sarper is Andre on stero on steroids. And I'm beginning to think that's Libby on steroids. <laughs> yeah, I'm beginning to think that was their that was their mindset. They were like, well, let's put Andre on here because Sarper and him are alike. They're not going to see it right away, but everyone else is going to see it right away. And so I want to talk about this Danielle and Johan thing. So Danielle had some proof. Well, she called it proof. Johan still says that there's no proof. He was like, show me videos or pictures or it's nothing. 
So there was this girl named Memory who said that she reached, well, she said that Johan reached out to her first and started a conversation, then asked her to come to the Dominican Republic to see him. And Danielle then in turn friended her on Facebook because Danielle told us that she went and friended all of the women that Johan had friended. And then, wait, you're saying no. Do you think this, what? Let me tell you something. Okay, let me tell you something. There was no blue check mark by Johan's name. Johan is verified. Well, this was Facebook. Message. How do we know that that was not Danielle with a fake, um, with a fake um, Instagram? Well, reaching out to all these women to make it look like he was cheating on her. This and was how Facebook, do we know Facebook that Messenger. Was, Facebook Messenger. She said, "There's no check mark." Back in June, um, back in June, because me and Johan has been friends. He's always had a check mark uh, on Facebook. On the on the um uh, not on Facebook, but on Instagram. Well, this girl said it was on Facebook Messenger. Who I didn't even know people still use that. She said it was on Facebook Messenger, and I she have Facebook. And unless I've um not seen him. I ain't seen him on Facebook. I, and I have a lot of followers on Facebook. <laughs> I've never seen him on Facebook either. She claims that, and she claims he found her. And I always question that. When a guy is on TV or a girl is on TV, it's usually the other way around. Like, she was trying to act like she didn't know that he was Johan from TV. And I don't know. I, don't, I just don't buy that. I feel like she probably messaged him first. And I do know that you can message people and then go in and delete the message to make it look like they responded to you first. I'm not going to name names, but I know someone who does this. So you'll message someone. But doesn't it say message deleted or you deleted this message or something? Because I know, like, um, I've seen instances where on Instagram or even Messenger, um, people that, what you just said, they delete stuff. But it says you deleted a message or on their phone, on the person that you sent the message to, it'll say um, this message was deleted. It's the same way on WhatsApp. It's the same thing on every. You can see on both sides who deleted the, the message. You see what I'm saying? And then this girl, her friend, Danielle's so-called friend, how do we know Danielle didn't pay her? Or talk her into sending Danielle these emails. Well, when you say that, it seems really important for Danielle to prove that Johan was cheating to other people. Did you notice that? Like, she was like, I just want people to to realize that he really cheated on me. Do y'all believe me? And it seemed really important for her to prove. And I was like, if you know in your heart this man was cheating on you, you don't need anyone else's approval or verification you know what was going on. He can deny it forever. She was looking for other people to verify or co-sign what she found. And I don't know, that, that rubbed me the wrong way. I was like, if he really was cheating on you, who cares who believes you or not? You know he was cheating on you. You've seen the messages. You've seen everything. And she's like, I have to have proof and I have to show people and I need y'all to believe. She even had the audience like raise their hands and vote of who believed her. And I found that to be really interesting, but also strange 
Because if I know something is true, I don't care if you believe me or anybody else believe me, I know it's true. I don't need anybody to, to verify it for me. I know. Wait, only Instagram has the blue check mark. Facebook, well, Facebook has it too, because I have a lot of um I have a lot of famous friends on Facebook and they have the, the blue check mark. Yeah, um she said Johan told everyone to go to hell. He did. Johan told everyone to go to hell. Johan was basically he denied everything. Even when they brought say, George, at the end of the day. At the end of the day, I'm defending Johan. And I don't care who likes it and who don't like it. I'm defending Johan because the only simple reason why I'm going to defend him is because she's the one that started all of this. She's the one that kept having a relationship with her ex. She is the one that invited her ex over to the Dominican Republic. She is the one that went against Johan when Johan was saying that he was not okay with her being in a uh, a relationship with her ex. She's the one that told Johan to pretty much kiss her ass, that she was going to do whatever she wanted to do, and he could take it or leave it. So at the end of the day, she's the one that started it. Yes, but <laughs> is is it okay for him to cheat? Like, I don't think she... It's was never cheating. okay for anybody to cheat. But she was cheating on him with her ex. But we do we know that for I'm sure? Against, I am against cheating. I am against it a thousand percent. But if you start a war against against your husband or your wife, if you start it, then don't get mad if they finish what you started. I don't know where I stand on this. I know if you're both unhappy or if you're unhappy, you should leave. But I don't know if he could leave because she was in his country, in his town, in his place. So I don't know where I stand. I know that she wants people to believe her story, which I think is really weird because it doesn't matter. If she knows he was cheating, she should just file for divorce and move on, right? Like, who cares who believes you? It doesn't matter. So I think that her... That's another fight... reason why I think all of it was... It, all of it's fake. Because how you gonna... Why do you... Like you just said, George, why do you have to have um what's that word? Um what's that word in English? Um like why do you have to have everybody else's approval right for you to be happy? It's like you almost wanting to believe that that this person actually did something that they really didn't do. Well, right. And you know that you that you are a bitch yourself and how you were treating him, it's like you're wanting everybody, you're wanting to turn everybody else against him as well. Right. I, I know you're, that. You're the one that lied from the beginning. She wanted to prove she wasn't a bad person. And it's like, what does it matter if you're a bad person? And this man cheated on you, you should file for a divorce and you can sleep easy at the end of the day knowing that he did something horrible to you. Whether people believe you or not is irrelevant. And exactly. At the end, at the end of the day, the truth comes out. And in, in, at the end of the day, the truth always comes out. So if someone did you dirty, just stay quiet about it. Because at the end of the day, the truth's gonna come out regardless. Because if you, like I've always said, the guilty dog always barks. She's guilty about something. That's why she's barking so loud. 
Well, yeah. I think that her quest to prove he was cheating and to prove he was a horrible person is very strange to me. Because if, if he was doing all this stuff, because she had the opportunity to leave him at the last tell-all. Because she said that he was cheating and talking to people then. That's exactly what she told us at the last tell-all. Yet she stuck around. It's like, don't stick around for more and then be the victim in the end, right? Like, she wants to be the victim in the end. She says that she knew what was going on the whole time. She stuck around. She let it go on. And now she wants people to feel bad for her. And I'm sorry. If, if he was doing this at the last tell-all, what made you stick around and film a whole nother season of the show with him? PLC money. Because that, that bothers me. Like, you <laughs> knew he was talking to, because she's like, oh, yeah, he was talking to women at the last tell-all. Like, but yet here we are at another tell-all. And you're doing the same shit. You're still saying he's a bad guy and all this. It's like, right, you stuck around for the money so you don't get to be the victim. You're a willing participant in this. You participated in what was going on because you were going to get paid. So nobody is innocent here. Both of y'all are guilty. Somebody on Twitter said it would have been funny if um, Sean said, Danielle, we have the um new york city toll um collection person here and they have receipts there was, that was a really funny tweet they were like you know when you they bring her neck trying to get out of there yes because <laughs> you know when they bring out these surprise guests and you're you're not ready for it they're like it would have been a representative from the new york um city toll um collection department and they're like we have receipts we got pictures of your card and that would have been but you know i i think that in the end, she needs to file for divorce and move on. I'm sick of hearing her be the victim. And that's not even like being like mean. I just want her, if, if this really is a bad relationship and she wants out and he hurt her as much as she, he, she says he did, stop going to his house for dinner, stop hanging out with him and file for divorce. If this is really as bad as a relationship that you want us to believe, stop associating with him. He's not your friend. He's not, he's not your husband. It's a person video chatting from a toll booth. Yeah, that's what I said. That's what I said. It was um, they were gonna show like the toll booth, and they're gonna have her picture up. You know, when they pull up your account, and they're gonna be like, "We got receipts that you owe us forty five thousand dollars in tolls." <laughs> that's what she was trying to get up out of there too. You heard what she said at the end. Bye, New York. Yeah, she had to be on the next thing smoking because you know if somebody found out she was in New York, that would be a whole different situation. You know, she was taking Ubers and cabs everywhere because she can't drive in New York not owing that much money on, on tolls. I can't, so, I can't with these people. I really can't. So the season is over. And Shekinah, Shekinah wouldn't interact with anybody at the end. She, she left. She said that she just felt like the cast members were judging her and she's going to be happy in her relationship. And, you know, I think that Holly and Wayne need to stay away from each other. Shekinah is going to always stay with Sarper. You know, I feel like that's just her. You know, there's no way that you can talk sense into her. Who do you think we're going to see again before we end tonight? Like on another show, um, Happily Ever After or another season of The Other Way. Who do you think is going to pop up again? Obviously, everyone thinks Kenny and Armando, but who else? Definitely Kenny and Armando. They'll, we all know that they're going to they're gonna bring them back, which... I love Kenny and Armando. I mean, they're one of my favorite couples. But uh, the other ones, I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see every one of them. I wouldn't be surprised if 
magically Johan and Danielle gets back together. Well, to be yeah. honest with you. Whenever it's time to film a new season, they've worked it out. The, every let's be real. This is like their third tell-all, right? And I think so, at, the yeah. end, at the end of every tell-all, they broke up, and then all of a sudden they pop back up, kind of like um, Angela and Michael have done to us. You know, like at the end of the tell-all, they break up. Kim and Usman did it to us once. They broke up at a tell-all, then all of a sudden they pop back up on Heavily Ever After. You know, this happens a lot. So I think you're right. I think that Danielle will be offered another season and they'll, they'll, there'll be a number at the bottom of the contract and it, that number will be appealing to her and she'll sign on the dotted line. Yep. Oh, someone says Sarper and his blow-up doll. I, I think, yeah, I think that they are definitely good drama. So if they do com continue their relationship, I think they're going to film it. I think you're right. I think they brought enough craziness this season and Brandon and Mary, if they would have kept their, their business private, I think they would have filmed with them again. I really do. I feel like they would have made good TV. So it's, it's, it's kind of a shame that they screwed that up because that would have been a good thing. Because let's say that isn't his baby. We could have found that out like soon. You know, like now we're not going to see Oh, thank you, Susie. Merry Christmas to you, too. They're after, yeah, they're after their own spinoff. Yeah. I bet. Starper and Shekinah, they want to be the next Darcy and Stacey spinoff. I can see it. I see it. I probably wouldn't watch it, but I see it. I, I see definitely it. wouldn't watch it. All right, so this is it. This is our last podcast. I don't know if you guys noticed, but next week is a Pillow Talk holiday special. There will be no new um, 90 Day Fiance, the OG season, next Sunday. So in its place is a Pillow Talk holiday special so they're taking the week off so we will be taking the week off as well so we won't be back um but everyone i hope you have a great holiday a great christmas whatever you celebrate um so next week again at sunday you're going to be watching the pillow talk holiday special i know nothing about it i can't give you any details i don't know who's on it not i don't know what they're going to be talking about because there won't be another show to to discuss but that'll be coming on next sunday and then the following week um there'll be a new 9 a fiance as well as the single life premiering so everybody get ready for that and thanks for joining us tonight um cara will be back after the break she would have been here tonight but she got called into work if you guys wonder where cara was thanks for um joining me tonight Didi. happy holidays everyone thanks for joining us tonight um you won't see us back for a t uh podcast next week but we might do like a fun little live or something sometime next week where we start our little trivia game. I'll, um, I'll post stuff to tell you all what's going on with that. Um, make sure you follow me on all social media platforms at George Mossy, georgemossy.com. Anywhere you get your podcast, type in the George Mossy Show. Wait, you'll be in Orlando? Text me, DM me, DM me. Um, and everybody have a great holiday. And yeah, we'll try to do that live. Sometime next week after Christmas, it'll be like a, a trivia game, but I'll, I'll do more details with that later. Um, and everybody have a wonderful holiday. We'll talk to you all next week. Bye. Merry Christmas. Happy holiday. Bye. Merry Christmas. Bye.